Hey, 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 everybody. You're listening. God, <laughs> Don't do the that, whole please. Because <laughs> radio DJ. You're listening oh, you should... to the number one Detective Conan podcast. <laughs> Turn it into a morning show. Oh, you should you should do it like a Greg Funny. I don't, what's his hosting? So just screaming the entire time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. You're here for the Detective Conan rewatch podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Trees, and I am joined by, as always, Kyle Bradford. How's it going, Kyle? Hey, y'all. That's what he does, right? Sure. <laughs> We're hyped today, if you can't tell. Are we keeping this in yeah, the show? Yeah, this is, this oh, is the no. opening. Okay. <laughs> it's one hell of an opening, Kyle. I don't like it, but okay. We are the numero uno Detective Ken and Rewatch podcast, because nobody else is uh, dumb enough to undertake this and do 900 plus episodes of an anime show. But Hey, that doesn't take it away from us, you know? We say that's because they lack the integrity, they lack the commitment to spend a decade of their lives watching Conan, Edogawa, solve crimes, and um, we're only, we're, this is our 12th episode, Kyle, and we've got a an interesting episode here. We actually have a two-parter. This is the first two-parter we've had. We previously had a one-hour special, which was the Moonlight Sonata case, but now we have a, a two-parter. Indeed. Was this aired at the same time, too? No, the uh, first episode was aired July 1st, 1996, and then the next episode was aired a week after. So people had to wait on that cliffhanger of an ending of part one, waiting oh, man. a whole week to get back to Kanagawa. Serialized storytelling. Yeah, so that's the Who big difference between like a one-hour special and a two-parter. It's just that they weren't aired uh, all together. So uh, now we know that I distinction, see. but... Today we'll be covering episode 22 and 23, which is the Luxury Liner Serial Murder Case. Um, so Kyle, uh, because this was a two-parter, did you have any expect higher expectations going into this? Because it is the longest case we've had besides uh, Moonlight Sonata. Yeah, I gotta tell you, uh, Moonlight Sonata set the bar real dang high. That's a good dang episode. Uh, maybe one of the best. And for reasons we'll get into later... Uh, little let down yeah i wouldn't put I this as lie. much as high as moonlight sonata i still like the episode i had a good time watching it um sure uh, but i will say for the sake of our podcast there are a lot of characters introduced during this episode that we'll never see again so it might be confusing because <laughs> there's like eight of these fucking family members here with their names so if you're confused i apologize but there's no really good way of uh i'm still it. confused there's a lot of people and I will say, usually, um, like, further on in Conan, they kind of keep it to, like, three suspects per case. And this had, like, seven at one point, so. <laughs> Literally everyone? Yeah, so, like. Nobody thought about Kogoro, this random guy, you know? He wouldn't kill. Getting on the ship. He's a my tante. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Detective, man. So, the episode starts with Ron and Conan. They're mysteriously on a boat, I believe. I could be wrong here. I believe this actually takes place after Moonlight Sonata in the manga, and that's why they're traveling back to Tokyo, but I could be wrong. Interesting. But I think that's the case. Again, I might be totally wrong. Um, I, I, I could fact check, actually, Kyle. But no, no, don't, who do, that. Enjoy, don't do that. Who enjoys fact checking? Yeah. We're integrity here. Yeah, our we're integrity, integrity. is that we'll never fact check, because we believe in what we say. Even when we're That's wrong, right. we're correct. This is our rule. That's true. 
So the episode starts with them mysteriously on this boat. And, you know, I'm going to look this up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know now. I like how it's bothering you. Who has a boat like this? Uh, I was incorrect. It is not. It does not follow that. That would have been insane, though. Could you imagine going through all of that story in Moonlight Sonata? It actually and... follows the Haunted Mansion murder case. So that's oh, the, the one... one with the detective boys? Yeah, so we actually just watched that recently. Nice. So, Oh, I missed them already. I know. You don't get them for a whole hour of Conan, no detective. No wonder you were let down. Yeah, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> so they reveal that Koguro had the wrong time booked for their departure, so that's why they're on a huge ship. Ron then talks to a girl that's looking solemnly at the distance, and she says that she was remembering that her parents died in an accident one year ago. Uh, her name's Natsue, and she actually got married today to Takashi. And isn't that a beautiful thing, Kyle? Sweet marriage. It is. Indeed. And as we know with Conan, no true love can be pure. We've got to have, like, murder. It's always the same thing. <laughs> it's always the People same trying thing. to infiltrate families. <laughs> so, Who's Ron... the guy that wrote this? Uh, Gosha Oyama. <laughs> Oyama, right. What a hack. A hack. Uh, Ren congratulates them and asks why they had a marriage at such a secluded location. And she says it's actually a family tradition of theirs. The family patriarch, Gozo... Then yells at about the other people being on the boat, and he yells at his son-in-law, Kitaru, for allowing them there. Natsuri then tells Ron that her grandfather is just grumpy and that they shouldn't mind him. So, Kyle, I think everybody has that racist grandfather. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's dish some tea and uh, cancel your grandfather. Was your, was My your grandfather probably pro- racist. Grumpy? Probably. Was your grandpa? Yeah, he was grumpy. It wasn't really that racist, but like... He was a degree of race, you know, like all sure. old people. I will say, like, obviously I wasn't there because I wasn't born yet, but I feel whenever my dad brought home some Korean lady, he was probably like, mm, okay. Okay. So we uh, are then introduced to Joji, <laughs> who, uh, is, who angered the grandfather earlier because he cooked Western food, which he despises. He's a chef. Are there any food that you dislike? Kyle, that you'd be mortified if somebody cooked at your granddaughter's wedding. Oh, all types of foods. I hate most foods. I'm super picky. What type of... Give some examples here. Well... Do you hate pizza? This is embarrassing. No, I love pizza. Who doesn't love pizza? I'm not an idiot. Uh, I just... I don't like vegetables. I think they're (laughs) always bad. Like, I have to get forced to eat them. You've got a baby mouth. Yeah. I'll eat a salad, you know? I'll eat it. Like, if somebody puts it in front of me, I'm not going to be an asshole and just, like, refuse. But, like, there are some things that I just cannot I can relate to this because I'm, like, the world's worst vegetarian because I don't really (laughs) care for vegetables either. So it mainly just (laughs) manifests in me eating a lot of pizza, which is honestly okay. Yeah, pizza rules. Yeah. (laughs) Give me that za. Uh, we then oversee Kitaru's son, Ichiro. He's drawing a sketch of Natsue. And then he's scolded by the grandfather for wasting his time uh, chasing after dreams he'll never achieve. Uh, before... What a thing to say. It's true, though. Before leaving, yeah. the grandfather tells Takeshi to come to his room later. Uh, we're then introduced to Ichiro's mom, Mariko. And she's a, she's a bit of a bitch, Kyle. <laughs> it's indeed true. What is she wearing? It looks like, like a kimono. A kimono, yeah. Traditional. Is that like from the wedding? Or you does she just dress like I that? I assume you dress nice to a wedding. Kimono is like a traditional Japanese garb. 
everyone else is normally dressed. Oh, you know, women. (laughs) Sure. Uh, She tells her son and husband to have patience since her father is old, and that when he does die, almost all the inheritance will go to them, uh, since there's no eldest son. So she just wants her old man to croak. A key. Oops, sorry. We can't judge. You know, we can't judge that. Yeah, I want everybody to die. I don't even want an inheritance. I just want people to die. (laughs) Wow, that's dark. Aki, which is uh, Natsue's older sister, uh, says that won't be the case, and then whispers something in Marika's ear, and le- that leaves her shocked. She says that <gasps> an announcement... Yeah, they're like... <gasps> <laughs> she says that an announcement uh, is going to be done once the ship reaches Tokyo. Uh, her husband, Tatsuo, he's like this cool biker dude with orange hair, he, said, he reveals that they're in debt. So, we're, inter- <laughs> we're meeting a lot of characters here. <laughs> Just the things people talk about in this show. Like, oh, Grandpa's gonna die soon. We're in debt. <laughs> oh, he's basically saying that they need the money too. So Takeshi then Who goes doesn't? to meet in uh, this economy. <laughs> they meet the patriarch, and Gozu says that his granddaughter picked a good man. And then he reveals that he knows who his father is, Zaikai Asao, who we don't know, but it's like this shocking revelation. He's like, cool. <laughs> he says that Takeshi is trying to avenge his father's death, and asks him what he's a, what he's a truly after: his money. Or his life. Takashi doesn't answer and just stands there outraged as this all happens. And then we cut away. How dare you know who I am. So we don't really know all that happened there. Uh, we then see Ron and Kagero who finally woke up from his nap. He was just snoozing outside on the be- on the boat earlier. Um, they're having dinner with the bride. And Ron mentions how late Takashi is. The butler then informs everybody that the grandfather will arrive shortly. And then get an awkward moment where Natsuke asks Ron if she likes someone. She says that she does. He's smart, great at soccer, and you can count on him in a pinch. He's so cool. And then Conan starts blushing, which I thought was really it's cute. so cute. And then yeah, Kagura is like, why are you blushing? <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says that uh, Shinichi is a detective, just like her father. Everybody in the room is shocked by this revelation, and they tell her not to say that, since her grandfather hates detectives. <laughs> this show. <laughs> this is what I feel like you would make, like, a satire out of, you know? Don't say detectives. He hates detectives. Like, that's standing well, for, like, if you ran blacks. a big company, wouldn't you hate detectives, too, snooping around? I feel like this is a jobist. Yeah. A whole new type of prejudice. Job it. Uh, would that would that count as classist? That's like I guess like a job's a class in an RPG. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's canceled either way. Yeah, you're canceled, old man. Take that, and he's gonna get canceled pretty quickly. Yeah. The butler yeah. goes to check on the patriarch and notices a flower that Takeshi was wearing on the ground. The butler then uses his key to go in and finds uh, finds Gozu's dead, and he screams, "Ah!" Everyone rushes there, and Kogoro confirms that he has passed away. He tells nobody to enter the room, and says that it's been about 50 minutes since he died. He then asks for everybody's alibi, and it's shown to be a locked room murder. They wonder if the grandfather committed suicide, but Kogoro points out that there's no weapon. The family suspects that it may have been a weapon made out of ice, and that he just wanted everybody to suspect each other. Imagine hating a family member, Kyle, <laughs> so much that your your first reaction to him dying is like, you know what, maybe he just like conned us all just so we'd like start yelling at each other sort of awesome actually yeah. i feel like man just imagine like you you would hate the rest of your family so much that you would just want to die yourself 
and I pin it on that. them. Yeah, I really That's do. That's the type move. of old man I want to be. If I ever have a family, <laughs> yeah. like I just want to ruin their lives. They're always talking about dumb stuff. They're uh, wanting your money. Yeah, they do. Your granddaughter's uh, br- uh, groom is like trying to kill you. Like, there's a lot of shit going on. So you're just like, peace out, motherfuckers. But uh, Kenan says it was a murder, not a suicide. And she has blood on the door where it opens. So that means it wasn't a suicide. Kagura says that Gozu locked the room to get away from the murderer and then died. That means that everybody had the chance to commit the crime besides Ron, Kogoro, Natsue, and Conan. Uh, so that means it's one of seven family members. So this is definitely the most like people we've had like in a case where like who did it. So that's kind of... Like, I did it. not like it. You thought it was too many? Yeah. I still don't know anyone's name. Well, I know the butler. Well, I don't actually don't know the butler's name because I just call him the butler throughout this. Yeah, he's just he's the, the butler. Guy. I know Natsui because she's, butler. you know, nice. She's the good guy. Yeah, she's the only, like, decent person out of this whole bunch. Family kind of sucks. <laughs> butler yeah. then reveals that Takeshi's flower was found outside the door. Mariko then says that she overheard what they were arguing about, and it reveals uh, that his father is that guy that we talked about earlier. He was a rival president uh, of another company that committed suicide after Gozo took over his business. His mother died soon after, and he was put into foster care. Takeshi admits it, but says he does- didn't kill him. Natsue then runs away crying, and Takashi goes to comfort her, but Joji stops him from following her. Uh, Conan then realizes that there's the blood outside the door had been wiped away, and that there's a piece of bread on top of some of the blood. It was served bread. at the wedding earlier, and everyone ate it, but Gozu. Uh, the family then throws Takashi in a storeroom, and he yells that he'll be killed if left alone. So, what were you thinking here? Did you think this was open and cut, that they had solved the first murder? Like, clearly not. Especially since we knew this was a two-parter, but whenever he was like, oh no, they'll kill me, very confused. To be honest, still very confused. There's just a lot going on. Well, because he knows there's a murderer on the loose, Kyle. Yeah, but why would the murderer want to get him? Well, he apparently framed him, so. I just I think that's a logical leap for this guy. No, I mean, they're putting him in a seclu- uh, like secluded location. I think it's a fine thing to jump to because he's going to be all by himself in that storeroom that the person can get to anytime he wants what, what would you do if you were in a storeroom and the murderer who had just killed somebody else comes in trying to get you ah uh, probably just take my dick out and see what happens bold move because like i don't know maybe it'll shock him and be like what are you doing i'll be like eh, and then you can run away i'll run away with my dick out <laughs> And then that would draw everyone else's attention. Yeah. So then everyone could rush and see not just your PP, but the murder. Yeah. See, that's a foolproof plan. You'd be a hero. Yeah. The hero with his dick out. Congratulations. Mariko and Aki then remark how lucky they were that grandfather died before he could make his announcement. Joji is offended by this conversation, and Mariko reveals that, you know what, Joji's fine too. There's two decent people. Joji's the chef, right? Yeah. He seems like a yeah. cool dude. Yeah, he's a G. He just wants to cook Western food and piss off his grandfather. <laughs> uh, Mariko reveals that her father had rejected Joji's plea for money for his restaurant. Uh, the butler then reveals that he has a will prepared and that an announcement will still happen. They are all shocked as the entire inheritance will go to Natsue and she'll choose who runs the company. Tatsuo, who's the biker guy, freaks out because he only married a key for her grandfather's inheritance. And he says, and I quote, Who else would want to marry a gold digging broad like you? <laughs> 
Which I don't think really makes sense here because she's like, you're a magician that doesn't make any money. Um, so it doesn't seem like she was marrying into money. He's a magician? Like he was the gold digging. Musician. Oh, not a musician. Magician. Good God. That almost made this way funnier. <laughs> Randy couple... Pitchford over here. Oh my God. The couple start to bicker as Ken has a face of astonishment. Ron and Ken then go find Natsue on the deck of the ship. She starts crying because she believed that Takeshi truly loved her. Now she can't trust anyone again. Ron then says that she believes in Takeshi. She's not sure why, but she can't be that bad because Natsue picked him. How sweet, Kyle. How sweet. Ron, after seeing murders, still has a heart of innocence and gold. Naive fool. (laughs) Aw, come on. She's sweet. (laughs) That's true. Conan then notices something fell into the ocean and runs off to the below deck. He then finds Tatsuo bloodied and dead. Kyogura says that he was struck to the head with a weapon like a lead pipe. Uh, They then go to the storeroom. Like a big old dummy. Yeah, a big old dummy. They go to the storeroom, but Takeshi isn't there and it's unlocked. So, shit's happening here. Family is certain that it was Takeshi who killed both, and Kyogura says he might have jumped overboard, but he may also be on the ship. Tells them to all stay in the dining hall, and that the whole family are targets. That ends the first part, Kyle. What did you think? Think of that cliffhanger so, ending. The first half of this, I think, was really, really good. I think, um, like, not only do they sort of flip stuff on its head, because where everyone starts off as a suspect, then everyone ends it. the episode as, like, a possible victim, too, which was really interesting. And they have a really good setup for the rest of the episode, because then it's like, oh, there's a guy who... Maybe has a motive to kill everybody on the ship, which we haven't really seen something like that on Conan yet. Yeah, we haven't so. had like somebody like taking out multiple attackers. Really, we did like uh, the Moonlight Sonata did, uh, but like mm. we kind of knew everybody who he was targeting. Uh, right. Well, here it's just like you know, like almost like a a slasher flick where you don't know where he's yeah. going to strike. Yeah, like this revenge movie, which I thought was pretty cool, and I sort of assumed that it wasn't. Uh, oh God, what is his name? The the groom uh takeshi yeah takeshi i assumed it wasn't takeshi because he seems pretty genuine and sweet and since they assumed it would be him originally and this is a two-parter i was like oh they're probably wrong but yeah this first episode i think is where the good stuff happened okay so we'll uncover your beef with the second episode but first we get next conan's hint sketchbook we all know who had that sketchbook it was ichiro what uh what was the hint for the last one uh, that is a very good question, and one I don't know offhand. Yeah, hint for a for a crime that we hadn't figured out yet. Yeah, it's hard to remember those hints when it, you gotta wait a whole week. Um, True. But the hint was breadcrumb. Oh, so. I guess that that plays into this next one yeah, too. Yeah, breadcrumb and uh, sketchbook. Those are good hints. Oh yeah, because I made fun of it last time. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know breadcrumbs. <laughs> So, the second episode starts up, and this aired on July 8th, 1996. Key starts crying and blames Natsue for bringing a Takeshi into the family, saying that she caused all of this. Mariko then says that Natsue is lucky for getting all the inheritance, and that she doesn't, uh, but she says she doesn't care about the money. Kenan then reminds everyone that Takeshi isn't confirmed to be the killer, and that somebody must have unlocked the door for him. We then see Takeshi hiding under a staircase while Kogoro presents what we know so far, so... We know he's still around. The viewers get a good glimpse at Takeshi, and it doesn't really look like he's, uh... Yeah, like, he's, like, freaked out. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a killer. So, we... That's a good idea that it's probably not him doing that. 
once again, nobody beside Natsue has an alibi. Marika says Aki should be happy her husband died because she's been having an affair. So, like, they're just That's hilarious. letting all the tea out. Why are there? It's always the same thing with this show. Somebody's cheating on somebody else, and then, like, oh, I only married you because oh, there's, there's only some weird so family many drama. ways that women can be trash. <laughs> I can't. Ron then notices uh, Ichiro's notebook, and all of the sketches are of Natsue. Interesting. Aki then uh, says that weird. Yeah, Ichiro has a motive as the grandfather ripped up his artwork that won an award. Ichiro then leaves after getting into like a little argument with his father where he says, I'm a real man, Dad. Um, and then he goes off to the bathroom. <laughs> Hell yeah. So Conan, That's what I do. Yeah, do you have a strained relationship with your father, Kyle? Uh, no, me and my dad are tight. That's cool. But if we got into an argument, I would run to the bathroom and cry. I'm a real man, Dad. I'm going to stab myself with a knife. Just because I didn't vote for Trump, like you. Conan asks the butler if something happened between Katara and his father. Uh, The butler then reveals that he always wanted to leave the family, as he didn't want to manage a large firm, but that his wife wouldn't allow it. Twenty minutes pass, and his son still isn't back. The lights then go out, and we hear Ichiro scream. Conan attempts to run after him, but runs into a wall instead, which was potentially <laughs> my favorite moment of this episode. Sweet. I just love when, like, Conan's always so cool and calm and collected, so any chance to make him look like a dummy is always, like, fun in my books. I agree. It's a good bit. Yeah, they find Ichiro on the floor with a leg wound. He says he was stabbed after the lights came out. They then notice the knife is one of Joji's, but since he was with everybody else... They all assume it had to be Takeshi. Kaguru, though, says they can't be sure of it just yet. They then take a look at the breaker, and there's a time delay switch that used some a candle and some wax and some shit that caused. This the part blackout. was hilarious. Why? Why do you find it funny? It's just so convoluted, you know. Well, he did make a just point so to say that it was so up. simple anybody could have done it. <laughs> I guess I'm dumb. <laughs> Kaguru tells nobody to leave the dining hall, and then they search for Takeshi. They search all the family members' room, and then it's revealed that Mariko and Kitaru are actually cousins. That Gosu appeared opposed being together. So, like, we've all painted this grandfather, like, as this evil dude just because he didn't want, like, two kids to be incestuous. Which is, like, really funny. Yeah. The guy's actually pretty normal. <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't <laughs> like Western food. Like, that, that seems like his worst trait. <laughs> yeah. That he's a picky eater. Maybe he's just, you know, still mad about... The other thing, the incest, you know? Yeah. And he's just not in a good mood. They find Joji's so like, knife case, and two of them are missing. They then enter Ichiru's room, and all of his drawings of are of Natsue. Conan then... Is that not the weirdest thing? What? Like somebody's just drawing pictures of a girl? Well, you know, in the OC, which is the only other television show I know of, Seth Cohen <laughs> had a, a notebook full of pictures of Summer. So... Is this a weirdo character? Does he like a go on a shooting spree? Oh, uh, he basically like episode? started Gamergate. So, Sweet, yeah, Seth. Cohen. Cool. He's the nerdy, cool guy that won the hearts of women's everywhere in the early two thousands. Wait, so is he like the main guy? He's like the secondary main guy. The uh, main guy is Ryan Atwood, who's a a bad boy from Chino, who is moved into the OC and has to deal with fancy rich people and he's just from the streets you should plug your other podcast yeah i I run a if you if you want more of me talking about television show you can go to the bro-c.com and we talk about the oc 
Um, we're very bad at releasing episodes. We actually have like four that need to get edited and put up. But uh, they're coming. There's like we've done like 40 episodes so far, so like there's plenty to listen to and catch up at least. So check. I'm that not out on it, but want. other people are, and they're very well, nice. Maybe we'll get you on in the future, Kyle. <gasps> we what know, a tease! We know you love the Barosu. Such a fan. Number one stan. Number one stan account. So Conan opens up a cabinet in Aki's room and he's shocked. However, he tells everybody he saw nothing. So sneaky little Conan, Kyle. Very confusing. He then asks the butler something and he confirms that the secret is true and only three people knew about it. Good, Sue. The butler and the person himself. That's enough for Conan to decipher the case. So he calls Kogoro into the room and knocks him out with his wristwatch. Then tells everybody to meet Kogoro in Aki's room in 10 minutes. We then learn that Kogoro's voice is number 59 on the bow tie, which was a, a cool so little close. fun fact. Yeah, what, what if it was, it was just 69? 10 more? We're so close <laughs> to Kogoro having the nicest of voices. <laughs> Conan, through Kogoro, starts to explain the case. He reveals that the flower was there when they cleaned up the blood from, the, from outside the hallway, but it was kept there in order to frame Takeshi. Then says that the second murder wasn't premeditated. He then shows off the knife case, showing that there were two gone. And that Tatsuo had actually seen the second knife being thrown overboard and was killed due to it. In order to frame Takeshi again, they unlocked the storeroom. And then he, um, Takeshi, he, he, sorry. He then tells Takeshi to step out from hiding and to explain himself. So we see him emerge from that closet, which is what Conan saw earlier. Right. And he, he we kind of get his... Uh, chain of events, which there isn't much to. Um, <laughs> he just ran around. Yeah, somebody scared. unlocked the door, so he came out. He thought something happened in that way. Then he noticed everybody um, saying that he had killed another person, so he just hid around, and then he hid in a closet. <laughs> so it's like, this that guy. wasn't a big unveil. You didn't have like any useful information, man. Yeah, what a man. Kogura then says that opening the storeroom was a mistake, and that it made it look like Takeshi had an accomplice. So, that's why the murderer set up a third attack, which saw the person attack Ichiro in the dark. In actuality, it was Ichiro, who's the, uh, who's the murderer, who stabbed himself in the bathroom. This part seemed really obvious to me, I feel. Yeah. Like, as it happened in the episode, I was like, oh, you're, you've got a knife wound in your leg, and the knife's still in there, and it was dark? Okay. Well, you picked up on it, so good for you. You're a smart man, Kyle. I am. I am. I'm smarter than Oyama. Oyomo? Oyama. Omoyo? Oyomoyama. Umami. Yoyama. (laughs) Yeah. Our favorite favorite cellist. Uh, Mariko then says there's... I don't know. What does he do? Cello. Cello. Cellist. Sorry. Isn't it celloist? Is it? Is it cellist? I thought it was. I thought you were doing a a bit. Never mind. (laughs) I'm pretty... No, I'm correct. It's just cellist. It's not celloist. Yeah. I used to play the cello. I feel like... (laughs) Okay, I know this because there's this fucking anime by one of the guys that formed um, Studio Ghibli. And he did this anime about this dude that plays the cello. And the cello. And then, like, uh, all these animals, like, gather around him. What? It's called Gotch the Cellist. So So he's, like, Sleeping Beauty or something? Ah, no, he just, like, plays music and a bunch of animals are, like, hanging out. And they're like, we like the jam, too. Uh, it's, wow. it's a cute little film. It's, like, 30 minutes long. It's a little... That sounds dope. It's a Ghibli movie? Uh, it was by one of the people that formed that studio. It was before the studio was formed. Ah, uh, an old one. Yeah, I bought, like, a knockoff Korean 
DVD of it because there's no official like U.S. release. Years ago. Is it is it the guy that passed away not that long ago? Uh, I have no clue. All right, Josh the cellist. Yeah, I'm glad I know more about the musical arts than you, motherfucker. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so it was done by Isao Takahata, who died. Yeah, yeah, he died last year. So yeah, 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 that was him. I did not know that. He made my favorite Ghibli movie, which is uh, Only Yesterday. I'm not sure if I've seen that one. It's very good. Everyone should watch it. It's really sweet. I know he did Grave of the Fireflies, which is why I wanted to check it out. Yeah. My favorite Ghibli movie is probably either Grave of the Fireflies or um, not The Cat Returns, but what was that, like, the cat from? Well, oh, God. I don't know. I feel dumb for not remembering what the movie is. Um, Whisper of the Heart. Ah, I really like Whisper of the Heart. Yeah, that used to be like your Twitter banner or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie. Whisper of the Heart was my favorite for a long time. Wow. You pitched like the most intense movie and then the most sweet movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like either seeing small children dying or uh, true love springing eternal. So back to murder. Uh, but see, that's why I like Conan so much, because you have all these grisly deaths, and then you've got two Damn. little interactions with Ran and Yeah, it's all coming, coming into view. Yeah. Mariko says that there's no evidence, but then Kogoro shows, well, that's really Conan, he shows the piece of bread that was laying in blood, and it's the same bread that he uses as an eraser while drawing. Did you know that? When you when you use charcoal, you use bread to erase it? No, that's weird and gross. Uh, as for the motive, he was in love with Natsue. Just like his parents, he was in love with his cousin, and it was forbidden by the patriarch, which seems like a good call. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, first off, obviously she's not into you, and second off, like, <laughs> yeah, this is like on every creep. level, just a a yeah. bad idea. And then after his grandfather insulted his dreams, because remember earlier on the boat he said to give up. He wasn't talking about his drawing; he was talking about it. <laughs> him like fawning over natsue which is honestly good advice advice. because you're obsessed and like it's not healthy motherfucker so he decided to kill him once and for all and then blame her current husband and in my notes i just have incel (laughs) what a terrible dude he sucks what a weirdo and a creep an incestuous creep yeah you just really want to fuck his cousin which i mean he got mad that people told him no that's really what it was natsue pretty cute but uh, maybe chill on that. <laughs> I just I th- I think it's so much funnier that it's not just like he's he's thirsting for a girl that is you know he shouldn't be thirsting for, but like it's just because people told him like hey maybe don't and he started killing him. <laughs> Such a piece of shit. Um, so the episode then ends with Natsue um, asking Taka Takashi if she hates her family if he hates her family. But he says that he originally uh, got close to them because of that, but he really fell in love with her. So we get it like kind of happy ending. God, here, although all these people—it's the dead. same. It's the same thing. What? What's another episode where they had the husband be, turn out to be like? It was the episode her. with with the the lemon tea. Right. Yeah. I <laughs> going back to the well. So here's the thing, actually. So. That is episode. that an anime only? I'm actually checking because I was going to say that, but I'm not sure. <laughs> you could just say it. I, no, I was going to say, oh no, that's from the anime. 
I mean, that's from the manga. So, yeah, Aha. he did just reuse the ship. I told you. Although, oh, yo, my guy. It actually happened far later in the manga. That was from volume eight. Well, this is from volume three. So, but he did get back to the, the well there. But oh, boy. originally, he went back to the well for the June Bride murder case, not this one. But just the way, you know, they. That makes more sense, I guess. This is much longer. Because it had been, you know, like six volumes since then. But we've gotten it sure. in a couple weeks' time span. So. Hey, it's probably hard coming up with a mystery so fast, you know? Yeah. Manga timelines, they're, they're, these motives. they're pretty crazy. Oh, God. <laughs> but uh, explain, you did say you didn't really like this episode because of the second half, uh, so lay out your issues with it. I think just most of the second half was really un- just not interesting. It was mostly, uh, what, we catch the guy stabbing himself in the bathroom, and then... uh. <laughs> What is it? Conan sort of figures it out because he opens up a, a the wrong thing and finds what's his face sitting there. Yeah, I found Takeshi. Yeah, and so like right after that, and it starts like about halfway through the episode when he starts. I feel like uh, telling everybody what happened. It's like a long explanation because it's going over so much material. Yeah, it and, seemed like they length they had to lengthen the episode for sure. Yeah, it it makes me wonder why did this have to be two parts? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, true really because. Like the it does get to about halfway through the episode, and then the rest is just the explanation. So yeah. it kills a lot of time there. So I, I agree. It's this is my favorite episode. I still enjoyed it though. Um, sure. Although the the god that kid sucks ass. <laughs> Stabbing himself in the leg. Yeah, there. But there are some really cool parts, like you said, the ending of the first episode, where like we kind of had this like guy on the loose. Like that was a fun thing. Um, and we have some episodes mm. later on that I feel like do that even better. So we'll definitely get ah. back into some how, some. how high do the stakes get in Conan? Um, I think the highest are probably during the movies because there will be like gigantic bombs that are going to go off and destroy half of Tokyo, stuff like that. Oh, sweet. So I'm um, into that. But I, I feel like it doesn't get like too huge during the anime. It's usually kind of centralized to. Mm. Like, unless it's, like, black organization's gonna do something terrible. Like, is Ron ever in, like, mortal danger? Yeah, she gets in danger a few times, so. Okay. The tease for this next one, Kogoro's in danger this time. Oh. Yeah, so we'll we'll find that out. I can't wait. (laughs) Uh, It's actually in, we're gonna watch two anime original episodes next week. Is it another two-parter, or is it just? No, just two two episodes. Okay. We have the mysterious woman with amnesia case and the false kidnapping and hostage case. Wow. Interesting <laughs> stuff. And the next Conan's hint is pendant. So be, make sure when you watch next week, Kyle, you're thinking about pendants. All the time. That's just what I do. And that'll do it for this week. I thought it was a, a solid two-parter and it was our first two-parter. And we'll have one more to close out the first season, which I think is way better than this. And I can't wait for you to watch it. Nice. It's probably my one of my favorite episodes. Like it's a. Is it like the season finale or whatever? Basically, but um, it picked back up like the week after. So. Oh. <laughs> okay. Like that's the weird thing about like the way it airs in Japan. There's never any breaks. Right. It's just been anime is weird. It's just been continuously going since 1996, which makes the idea of doing a rewatch podcast even more stupid. <laughs> It just hey, at least ends. we do two episodes a week. So yeah, so we're catching we'll eventually up. catch up. We're coming up. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll have those episodes next week for you. And uh, I want to say first off, appreciate 
all the love we've been getting. Our yeah, download we got a really numbers nice are review. up. We got a nice review on iTunes, which we really appreciate. We have two five star ratings. Yeah, that's super sweet. important. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys for that. And if you want to, you know, give us a, a review, five star or not, we appreciate all feedback. Um, our we hit a, a nice new high for the last seven days of downloads, which is the highest it's been. So we're we're growing nicely, which we appreciate. So that means a lot. And uh, you can follow Kyle on Twitter. You want to give your your Twitter info, man? Yeah, uh, you can follow me at Spirit and Soul S E O U L, like the city. And uh, we got a, a podcast account, don't we? Yes, you can follow our podcast at Case underscore Reopened. You can follow me at Tyler Trace, and uh, if you just go to the case reopened, it has both of our Twitter accounts linked. You can follow us all there. That has a link to our Simplecast page, which has links to like every. If you want to listen to this on iTunes, want to subscribe on Google Podcasts, it has all that information there. So there's all kinds of good information there. So if you want to get yeah. subscribed, so you never miss an episode, because you you just can't wait to get more case reopened if not for us for conan you know i do it for conan yeah he's a sad boy trying to get large again like we all are (laughs) so relatable yep so that'll do it for this week bye bye bye